Welcome to Inside the Gridiron with Jack Borowski on PodSource, your home for all things NFL-related. Welcome into the Inside the Gridiron podcast. I'm Jack Borowski. On this episode, I'm fortunate to have on former Texas A&M defensive tackle and top player in the upcoming 2020 NFL Draft, Justin Matabike. Justin led the Aggies with five and a half sacks and 11 and a half tackles for a loss last season. Justin, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Hey, thank you, man. Glad to be here. To start, Justin, as we were talking about, it's unprecedented times with the coronavirus. How are you staying close to the game of football and training to be prepared for whenever OTAs and training camp are going to take place? Yeah, with the coronavirus going on, it's tough to get into gyms and it's tough to be with people you want to work with because everybody's practicing the social distancing. So for me, I'm finding open fields, finding hills to run, finding weights, push-ups, sit-ups, just finding any way, scratching and crawling to just keep myself in shape in any which way, shape, or form. Uh, I just got my bike fixed uh, at, at Aggie Cycling. They took care of me, and now I can ride my bike because the weather out here in College Station is pretty nice. So wh- whichever way I can to stay in shape, that's what I'm trying to do. And Justin, at this point in time, teams meeting with players obviously isn't the case. Were you able to meet with any of the teams before they put everyone on lockdown and have you FaceTimed with any since then? Yeah, I was only, I was only able to take one visit to the Tennessee Titans. I uh, went to Nashville to visit with them and their staff. It was a, it was a, it was a great visit. Uh, and I've spoken with a bunch of teams, you know, the Oakland Raiders, I mean, the Las Vegas Raiders, <laughs> the, the, the Vikings, the, the Saints, the Eagles, the, the Packers, uh, the Bengals, the 49ers, um, the Ravens. It's a lot of teams showing great interest, but, um, you know, we're just taking one day at a time. Justin, talking about the combine, you were able to participate. A lot of training goes into it. What was that experience like for you? The training part of it was a great experience for me. I trained in, uh, at Exos and, and Frisco with Brent Callaway. Um, it was a great experience. It was, it was, um, it was very, it was a lot of hard work and a lot of, uh, preparation to, you know, perform in one of the best, the, one of the biggest interviews of your life. So you definitely want to be prepared and be ready. And Brent Callaway, Brent Callaway and Exos is definitely the best people to work out with. You know, they get you strong. Um, they get you explosive. They get your forms right. So it, it was very, very fun experience. And at the combine, we know teams ask unique questions. It's uh, you're training all throughout to get there. Did it meet expectations? Was it any different being there? What was that like? Uh, the combine was di- was different. You know, we didn't have a schedule, so we didn't know what was next. What was next after the next day? And the next day, it was almost like you wake up and you're with your group, and you know you're a scout of the group, you know, tells you what you need to do, what you need to get. So it was almost like you wake up and you just go with the flow, but you know, you, you, you prep for the moment. So you're prepared for whatever, but it was a great experience overall. 
this past season, we saw the production, your level of consistency. What made you decide, I want to take that next step and declare for the NFL draft? Yeah, definitely. The NFL is one of my lifelong dreams since I've been a little boy. And for it to be in front of my face and for me to feel healthy, mentally strong, physically strong, and and I feel like it was just time for me to take that next step towards my dreams and uh, pursue the National Football League. You know, um, my family and I had talked about it for a long period of time, and, you know, we just felt like if, like collectively it was, it was the best decision for me and my family to move forward. And um, I'm just very, I'm very thankful for the opportunity that waits for me. At Texas A&M, you have the opportunity to play under one of the best coaches we have seen at all levels of football in Jimbo Fisher. What was that experience like? And how did he help you throughout your career? Yeah, that experience was uh, definitely a, a different experience than all my other coaches in my life. Coach Fisher comes with a great, a great eagerness to be great and a great e- eagerness for uh, little details and um, doing the little things right day in and day out. And it bring our whole football team a whole different uh, beat of the drum, a different energy, um, a different level of competitiveness. Every day in practice was like game day. Um, he didn't take no BS. He made sure that everybody's going hard all the time. And, you know, uh, it was just a different level and different mentality that radiated through the whole team. And I felt like it was great for A&M football. And well, Coach Fisher is definitely going to bring a national championship to A&M. I, I see that in the future. ton of talent that comes through A&M. Has their success, these guys who have played multiple years in the NFL, motivated you at any point, realize they have that success, they're going through the same program, I can do the same as them? Yes, I was actually thinking about that the other day. You know, uh, like I remember when I when I first got to A and they guys like Deshaun Hall, Miles Garrett, uh, Justin Evans, Lamarney Watts, Christian Kirk, all these guys who came before me, Josh Reynolds, Ricky Seals Jones, and before that, Cedric Blade, Jermaine Fetty, You know, these are guys who uh, majority that I talked to, and you know, they came before me, and I'm following in the I'm following in the footsteps that they paid. So, you know, I, I come into the uh, I come into the NFL with a great deal of confidence, knowing that. You know, I played the SEC, one of the toughest conferences in college football, and you're coming to the NFL, which is the higher, highest level of football. Well, I'm leaving the highest level in college, so, you know, all my guys who are in the NFL, they're saying, like, NFL is almost like the SEC, man. It's high, it's competitive, high high talent, high, high um, competitiveness and, and whatnot, and you'll be just fine. You know, the SEC and A&M prepares you for stuff like this, so, you know, I feel I come into it with a great deal of confidence, so. Yeah, no, you just mentioned Garrett Hall, ton of elite level talent. Early on in your career, was there anyone, whether it be a player or coaches, that helped you get acclimated? Because you mentioned SEC football is a little bit different than high school. So who helped you get acclimated and make that transition to the collegiate game? Good question. You know, in high school, you know, my position coach, Coach Robinson, you know, he would always be on me in practice and you would expect the best out of me. So him, him seeing the best in me and not seeing it in myself and him bringing it out, out of me definitely helped me, um, you know, great create a great deal of attention when it comes to re- recruiting and stuff like that. And, um, you know, when the offers came in, you know, I felt like it was it was best for me to go to A&M, which is the highest level of competition because, you know, 
my coach, my coach always said, you, you uh, good is never enough. You got to be great. You know, and I feel like the greatest conference was AM. So it, it almost aligned. It was almost like the stars aligning for me, you know. So I really give good diligence to Coach Robinson for helping me with that. And then with that whole process mentioned recruiting, I know just being a high schooler, you got to deal with a lot of things, football, academics, but then at your level of play, you got to deal with the recruiting process. What was that like to have to deal with it in high school? Uh, it was pretty exciting because, you know, it's very, very, it's, it's a blessing to get a scholarship in high school and be recruited from all across the country you know so much you know my parents like asking listen like these are so much schools showing interest you got to narrow it down you know i feel like it was best for me and my family for me to stay in texas and um stay close to home where my family can come and see me and see me play and, and help me and encourage me so um the recruiting process was it, it, it was a blessing and it was, it was fun it was fun and we narrowed it down and i made the right decision for my life I think I would have to agree with that. And as well at a and something that's unique is you get to play Kyle Field. We talk about the one of the best atmospheres in all of college football, one of the loudest places. What was your first game day experience like as an Aggie? First game day experience as an Aggie was butterflies in the stomach, um, jitters in the air, and, you know, 100 thousand plus fans screaming for me and my teammates to be successful in that field and, and win games. Um, it was definitely a, a situation and a, a moment where I'll never for, forget, you know, um, 12 man is second to none um, when it comes to support and, and, and all, and, and all, in all aspects of life and football and business and community. So it's just a different atmosphere out there in Caulfield, no question. Unique situation. You took a redshirt year. We know high recruit come in there. What did you work on during your redshirt season to help get you ready to be a contributor as a redshirt freshman? My redshirt year, I worked on my my strength. Um, I came in at two fifty five, and by that fall, I was probably what two two ninety? So my strength and my size, you know, moving from outside to inside to interior D alignment. So working on my strength and trying to get to know the playbook and get to know the speed of the game was definitely things I worked on when I first got there. And Justin, then take that freshman season into account. Was there a memory early on? Whether it be a practice scrimmage, you realize, all right, this isn't high school football anymore. These are legit D1 players I'm going up against. Yeah, I remember. It was uh, Oklahoma drill, and Coach Jackson was our strength coach at the time, and he called my name up, and it's Oklahoma drill, three O linemen, three D linemen, and running back, and you're trying to get off to the main play. And I got pancaked twice in a row, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I've never been pancaked twice in a row, probably since, like, Pop Warner or something. So I was like, okay. I'm feeling dizzy, but I need to freaking like get after him this third try. And I and I got after it the third try. And that was a wake up call. Like these guys are super strong like me. So what am I gonna do to differentiate myself and separate myself from the other the other people in the group? It's definitely tough going up against these guys early on in your career, 
high school, you're a dominant player, get to the collegiate game. There are a lot tougher players. So specifically at the defensive line in general, what do you feel you need as a mentality to have success? You got to have a mentality like I'm not being blocked all games. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you say. It's a, it's a, it's, I'm not being blocked. You're not going to block me. And the other guy's like, well, you're not going to get past me. And whoever the best man is wins. You know, who wants it more? Uh, it's definitely a, a trenches mentality. It's, it's a different switch. And you have to be able to have that switch and be able to switch it when game time comes to help your team win games. So that's what it comes down to in the trenches. Film, such an important aspect of things, Justin. How did your study habits in terms of watching film change over the course of your career? Yeah, definitely in high school, I didn't watch film at all. And when I got to college early on as a, as a, as a, as a freshman, I learned that watching film and you can create great habits in games and you can see things, things will start to slow down for you. So I started to apply that. And I started looking at stances. I started looking at tendencies on third downs and um, where the running back is and see where they slide and stuff like that. It definitely helped my game. It helped me play faster. And it helped me play with more confidence. Going from freshman to sophomore season, you had a jump in production, five and a half sacks as a sophomore. What do you think allowed you to have that jump in production that we saw? Um. Consistency in the weight room, as well as film, um, stretching, uh, nutrition, is all these little things that they say that people just kind of like go in one ear, not the other. No, you have to apply and you have to make sure that you're on top of your stuff, you're on top of your nutrition, you're on top of your weights, on top of your sleep at night. And that stuff like that ultimately shows up on game days and it shows up on film. So you have to make sure that you are being a pro even in college, to make sure that you're putting your best version of yourself out there on the field. Justin, you got to go up against and practice the likes of Eric McCoy, Dan Moore, Carson Green. How did they, as offensive linemen, and we can include Kellen Mond, Isaiah Spiller, the list goes on of fantastic A&M Aggies that you guys got to go up against and practice. How do you think specifically for yourself they helped your development as the defensive tackle? Yeah, definitely. All guys that you mentioned are what six four, six five, three hundred plus guys who are quick as a cat and can strike you and can move well. So definitely playing against them and, and practice and grinding against them through spring ball helped my skills and helped and helped me like understand that you got to handle those certain size guys a certain way. You know, you can't just uh, pop up and do your job and think things are going to work out. Not yet to make sure that you're reading your keys or make sure you're aligned right. Make sure that you, you know your assignments and you make sure that you bring that tech to them and not them bringing the tech to you. So it's definitely a man's game and those guys definitely helped me develop as a man in the game of football. So Fourth year as an Aggie, third year playing last year. How did you take on a leadership role to help out those younger guys? Yeah, you're definitely being a guy who um, is vocal because, you know, you make plays on the field and people look up to you. So you have to definitely understand that and know that it comes with it comes with a certain way. You have to make sure you're doing the right things off the field. You're not doing things that can hurt your team, get suspended and stuff like that. You're uh, making sure that you're staying strong in the weight room and 
on the field, you're uh, you're, you're making you're making it not uncomfortable to ask questions. You know, some young guys come in and they're afraid to ask questions, and questions can ultimately lead to you knowing what you got to do on the field. So, um, I try to make it an environment where it's okay to ask questions, even if this sounds kind of dumb, because somebody behind you is definitely thinking about that question, but is too scared or too afraid to ask it. So, um, those little things that help the young guys be able to hop in into the game and know what they're doing so they can make plays as well. So, so make sure that everybody eats. Justin, going to put you on the spot here. I know it's going to be tough because you guys have a ton of talent, but is there an underclassman on the Aggie t- roster? Hasn't gotten that media attention yet, but stood out to you and should be on draft radars pretty soon? That's a good question. Yeah. The uh, Marvin Leal, is going to be a great player. We have some young guys, some young receivers who are, who are going to be good too. Um, they just have to develop in the weight room and making sure they know what they're doing. But DeMarvin's off to a great start. Um, you know, I roomed with him and on game days, and he was all he was always asking intelligent questions. Always wanted to make sure that he knows what he's doing. And they're very humble young young uh, kids. So um, he's definitely going to make some noise pretty soon. He'll definitely be on our radars. And as a junior, something you get to experience, the agency process. You chose Team Sports Agency, one of the top ones in the industry. What was that process like and what separated them from the rest of the pack? Yeah, that process was pretty good. You know, I had a bunch of agents I met with and, you know, they all had what their, their, their own share of the pie, you know, what they wanted to say and what they wanted to, um, tell me and what they would do for, for me and how they feel like I would fit with them and stuff like that. But uh, I feel like teammate, uh, Team Sports Agency, um, it just felt, it felt natural. It felt, it felt like it was meant to be. Uh, I had great, I had a, I felt a great relationship with Scott Castellan and Matt Monero and, uh, you know, Dale Mack and Landon, so my, my former teammates and they're on the agency and uh, I looked into it and, I just felt I felt like it was the right one for me. And Justin, we're a few weeks away from the draft, invited to the virtual one. We know it's going to be unique, but has it set in yet that I'm two weeks away from being on an NFL team? And I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird with all this COVID-19 stuff going on and uh, a lot of uncertainties going on, but um, I definitely start to feel it a little bit with all the commercials and all the people texting you stuff like that but and i don't know if it'll really settle in until you're actually like in front of like <laughs> the team locker room and um on the field and on the facilities so i'm just taking it one day at a time but i'm just i'm just excited and what comes with it is the siding bonus such a big thing for every rookie have you thought at all about what you would maybe want to do with one Oh, oh man, that's a good question. I, I was thinking like one, a, a car. I have a Buick right now, and it's pretty good. I love my Buick, but maybe like a, a updated version of of it, or if not a different car. Um, I don't know. I'm not really a. I don't really have nothing on my list right now, but definitely one of my favorite cars that is is good to drive around, and uh, yeah, maybe some nice clothes. <laughs> that's pretty much. I'm thinking on my mind right now. That's a good answer. And for our last question, Justin, 
we see the film, we see the production, all high level, but scouts, GMs, teammates, what would you want them to know about who they're getting in Justin Matabike in the locker room and off the field? Man, you were getting a, a young a young man who who was born to play football, who um, is always eager to ask questions, who's always eager to better himself, who's always positive, always loves on his teammates. Um, somebody who can play all downs, um, all positions on the defensive line, who's confident and who's willing to put in the extra work to be great. I mean, that's who they're getting. And uh, the only way to show them, adult, no, the, the only way they'll know is if they draft me, and they, and they definitely won't regret it. So, you know, that's what I got to say about that. have to agree that was justin matabike formerly with the texas a&m aggies we really appreciate your time and best of luck in the draft appreciate you jack thank you so much for having me